Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 26 for me and 20, season 22 for Amanda. And this is day 16 of season 94. Our first question asks, uh, what region uh, did rebels from that place sign a peace agreement in South Sudan in August of 2020? And I just could not land this one. I, uh, I was thinking... Okay, it started with a D, D-A, mm. D- I was thinking Dahel, but no, because I, I was conflating that with the Sahel region, which is the band below the Sahara. Ah, okay. Uh, it's, the, it's the transition zone between the desert and uh, the grasslands and jungles of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't get away from it. I, I, I thought, okay, it's something like that, and I bounced Da something around in my head, and nothing was coming up, and... Uh, and then I thought, well, there was a, there was a militia that had uh, a name that to an American English audience was kind of silly. Mm. Uh, and I couldn't think, I thought well, there, there was a J on there. It started with J, J, Jimmy something. No, John something. Oh, Johnja, Johnja Weed. That's Johnja Weed militia. Okay. Yeah. Were, was that the region that they were from? Maybe. Uh, does can I think of anything else? No, nothing else is really <laughs> coming to me. So yeah, we'll say the Janjaweed. Um, yeah, I similarly couldn't land this, and um, I as soon as I paused to think back to well, what was going on? You know, what do I remember? If I try to think back to August of twenty twenty, and the answer is. Very little because mm-hmm. my mother died at the end of July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, even though I, I'm sure I had heard and read about this um, conflict or the peace agreement or what have you, the only thing that was coming into my head was uh, the Tigray region, which is uh, an area that has had similar, I think, issues in Ethiopia. Um, and I couldn't. I knew the the geography didn't really work out with that, so I I forced my brain to try to go more to the west, which I think is where Sudan is. Um, and uh, but I, I couldn't I couldn't place it either. I um, you know it just wasn't um, cropping up for me, um, and so I ended up putting the Sahel uh, or just Sahel because I thought. You know, I know that's an area in Africa. Thank you for supplying the definition because I couldn't remember (laughs) whether it was that or whether it was another, you know, particular portion of uh, the Sahara or a desert or something. Um, But that's what I put down because I just couldn't couldn't make the right neurons fire. Reasonable. Yeah, it was Darfur, which of course it was. Of course, yeah. I did. I did think to myself, I will recognize this as soon as I see it. Yeah. Like. And I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think my brain got stuck on da as the first syllable in its entirety mm. and, and would not dislodge dar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh. Question two asks us, uh, what, what is the latter three quarters of the acronym SETI stand for? Right, and gives us a lot of other stuff about it in between that I don't, you know, that, that doesn't uh, add anything to my 
answering the question because if you're going to ask me what is SETI the search for, um, then I know that it is extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, and that's it. I, I feel like I'd have to turn in my nerd card if I didn't uh, know what this one was. So that's what I put down. Yep. Same here. Uh, I briefly debated, is it is extraterrestrial hyphenated or is it one word? Mm. And I thought, well, it's got to be hyphenated because the acronym is ET. So, and, and in SETI, it's S-E-T-I. Uh -huh. So it's search extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah. So it's not one word. So, so it must be hyphenated. What? That Extra and terrestrial must be hyphenated. I mean, it is. Mm. Right. But why would it being an, an acronym make it hyphenated? Because if it were one word, it would just be S-E-I. Isn't it one word if it's hyphenated, though? It would be if it were... If uh... it were one word that did not have a hyphen in it. Oh, I see. I thought you were thinking about extra as one word and terrestrial as one word. I got all of Yes, Got all turned around. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I, I finally decided it was hyphenated and I said extraterrestrial intelligence. And that was the correct answer. Uh, I did also hyphenate it myself, although knowing that punctuation doesn't matter, um, right. I knew that it didn't matter if I did. Yep. Question three asks us who participated in the bed-in in Amsterdam in 1969. This was Lenin and Ono. Sure was. It was one of their uh, many kind of wacky, but, you know, uh, sort of the, uh, the predecessor to many of the awareness events that we that we have yeah. nowadays yeah, um, I'd say so. may or may not actually be useful but <laughs> you know what the hell it didn't hurt anybody so i said john lennon yoko ono yeah i just put lennon and ono for, yeah. as well just knew that this was the like <laughs> the most famous event in history referred to as a bed-in are there others? I can't imagine. I think they did um, other ones, and I okay. think other people probably did them also uh, to much less press attention, of course. Sure, sure. But yes, I, I knew that one uh, pretty, pretty solidly. Mm -hmm. And that was correct. Question four asks us for the name of the Prince of the Gates who defends Herod and slays a particular monster. Right. Um, and so this is an easy one to mix up because this is, of course, about Beowulf, which is the prince's name, but has the word wolf in it. So it sounds kind of monstery. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had to um, sort of, A, carefully read the question to be sure the prince's name is being asked for, not the monsters, and B, think through the fact that Grendel is the monster in Beowulf. Um and once I had thought of that, and, and remembering that is made easier by um, the John Gardner story about Grendel um, that kind of gives the other side of, of that battle in a certain way. So um, once I sorted that all out, I was confident in putting down Beowulf. Yep. Uh, kind of same here. I just thought, okay, was... Does this marry up with my memory of the story that I read uh, 35 or so years ago and have not returned to since? <laughs> uh, even uh, I, I even managed to avoid the, the movie that Neil Gaiman was associated with mm. a few years back 
probably more than a decade now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, I just that this this sounded correct mm-hmm. that it was Beowulf. And yep. That's what I said. And indeed, it was. Question five asks us for um, the term that is applied in Sikhism to any of the first ten re- ten leaders of the religion, and gives a little bit of its etymology. I feel like this was either a question or it was a an incorrect question on the one of the mini leagues over my or it was the my incorrect answer to a question on okay. one of the mini leagues. <laughs> um, but I, I was pretty sure that it was guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, it's the, the Hindi for teacher, and I know that uh, Sikhism involves gurus. Okay. Uh, that they they took that name uh, as, uh, as for the for the leaders uh, of that uh, religion as they as it, as it grew. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was pretty confident of that. And I said guru. Yeah, I um, had similar thoughts, perhaps slightly fuzzier um than than what you described of yours um i i want to say that the etymology of this was mentioned in like one of the you know the the etymology blog that i read or somewhere um you know i have a couple different resources that i follow for interesting you know language and word definition and etymology stuff um but i i tried to think through other options like i thought could this be swami i thought no that i don't think that's that doesn't sound right to go with sikhism um and you know and doesn't sound like sanskrit for heavy somehow that one really kind of solidified it for me so to speak um that you know the hindi for teacher you know there could be other uh, yogi or something could be mm. another possible option there, but though neither of those other options sound right, um, in the sense of you know the, the etymology blog I do read talks a lot about you know sound imitative things and um, uh, words with similar or related meanings that cluster together and use you know some of the same letters if not you know roots or syllables or what have you because they're kind of all in the same like if something is heavy then you grunt for example and so guru might be a word that that fits in that that sort of word cloud around it um and i did think that guru sounded like the right thing for um sikhism in particular so that's what i put down you know i said my my reasoning was much uh fuzzier or vaguer than yours and i'm not sure that it was now that i've said it out loud (laughs) well either way it was correct indeed question six asks us uh, what more serious crime uh, what is a more serious crime than larceny that involves larceny but by force right um so for quite a while um as i thought through the questions today i had um grand theft in this um in the answer box and i think maybe just surely the influence of grand theft auto um but also thinking about how you know if you're gonna uh steal a large amount of something or a large object or whatever it's likely to require you know some sort of force or threat but that didn't sound like i i came back to it after i i 
put the answers in at breakfast time and I went and did some work or something and then I went back and looked and that just didn't like sit properly with me because you know Grand Theft Auto literally you can steal a car without threatening anybody um and so I kind of went back to the drawing board and went through thinking of legal terms for different categories of crimes like assault like burglary um and I thought you know if if larceny is basically just theft it's it's basically stealing something then you know what is it when someone comes up and mugs you or what is it when someone you know brandishes a gun at a bank oh that's robbery like bank robbery that's that that I think fits that uh as a term better and you know on the one hand I felt like it's one of those clearly like English or Germanic derived words or at least it sounds that way it might be old French or something like that but it's like it, it doesn't um strike me as such a formal term because you know cops and robbers you can rob like it's a vernacular term too um but i just kept thinking about what else would be um you know taking something by force or threat um and i just kept coming back to you know like bank robbery seems to be pretty much always like you have to coerce someone to give you the money because it's all in the vault or whatever um or if you um you know like i said if you get mugged on the street or whatever then you've been robbed it's you know it isn't a larceny type like that's felt like the right term so i kind of talked myself into that and um you know kind of went ahead and put down robbery but sort of with reservations in mind i don't know uh my my dad was a lawyer and a law professor ah, right. uh, and would you know often tell me about points of the law oh. in various at various times when I was growing up and I so I would just always known that robbery is taking something directly from someone therefore using force larceny is just stealing something burglary is uh, going into a uh, mm. uh, into mm -hmm. a location uh, with the intent of committing a crime not necessarily larceny okay um, yeah so it's just one of those things that been bouncing around my head for my whole life <laughs> that's robbery okay and there that is the go. correct answer yep so. so we both had five we did the same, same five. five yeah more or less missed, the same thought process missed, on all of them too yeah, missed a current events which is mm -hmm. not frequent for us true although mm. it might did, be a geography I mean, it, i'm not sure if i would pick out any of these out of a lineup as more difficult yeah than that um maybe the bed in just because that's a little bit back in the mists of time for some of our younger competitors. Mm, um, so, but still there, I, I, on the other hand, it's not like I was alive to know about it in 1969 <laughs> either. So right. um, I, there must be a way to, ways to learn these things. Um, you know, I was sort of pondering that as I was uh, driving home from a, a thing I was out at tonight and um, you know, drove by something that reminded me of Rolls-Royce because that was a question on something recently, maybe Jeopardy. Um, and just thinking about how 
it's such an immediate signifier for a really fancy British car. And like, how did I learn that? I don't really know how I learned that. Mm-hmm. I, it feels sort of like I've just always known what a Rolls Royce is, but there must have been some point when I, when it was, um, you know, shown to me in some way or, you know, probably Warner Brothers cartoons are responsible yeah. for a lot of things like this um, that are sort of making references to things that you then fit into the correct puzzle piece space in the cultural context over time. Um, and, you know, so a, a, a number of these, like the bed-in or like um, SETI, I mean, it's kind of like that too. Um, you just kind of, they just kind of appear in your consciousness because they're just out there in the environment and we're all geared towards picking up and filing away those details. Um, because, you know, everybody, like, it feels like there's, I'm sure there's people out there who don't know what a Rolls Royce is, mm-hmm. but lots and lots of people, when you say Rolls Royce, they'll be like, Ooh, the fancy car. Like that's, mm-hmm. it, it's just right at the tip of your tongue kind of thing. Yep. Um, and so I, I felt like some of these were a bit like that. Like maybe not every, not, not as many people may have heard of them, but somehow you pick them up and you don't really know. Like, mm-hmm. They just kind of got served to you in the the internets or the ether or, you know, uh, Mad Magazine or whatever it is. So I just find that interesting to think about how much information we all have. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how we acquired it. Um, and it's just there for the, the using. Yep. Uh, unless it's Darfur. <laughs> And we're hooped. Oh, well. So that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember... Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.